0: Hello and welcome to Just the Facts. This is your host, Toshinika Bryant. So the 25th Amendment is something that's been being uh, thrown around uh, quite liberally by Nancy Pelosi, who, of course, is the Speaker of the House. And let's just kind of go into what the 25th Amendment is. So basically, it clarifies that the Vice President becomes President as opposed to Acting President if the President dies, resigns. Or is removed from office and establishes procedures for filling a vacancy in the office of the vice president and for responding to presidential disabilities. So currently, um, after Trump's coronavirus diagnosis and the treatments that he's received, um, utilizing various steroids and various, um, experimental drugs that really aren't uh, approved nor available for the mass populace. Um, he, Trump, has been experiencing or exhibiting some type of um, very unpredict- unpredictable and increasingly um, odd behavior, um, going on tweet storms, talking about um, conspiracy theories, uh, saying that uh, Biden should be arrested. Um, talking about Obamagate and just really, um, fringe, weird, um, unproven, unfounded theories and ideologies. And because of his behavior, it has, um, become heir apparent to those in positions of power, such as Nancy Pelosi, who currently uh, take issue with his behaviors. So, um, Nancy Pelosi, this is courtesy of Lisa Mascario, who's uh, the author of this specific, um, editorial, uh, in the 25th amendment bid, Pelosi moles Trump's fitness to serve, um, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is questioning President Donald Trump's fitness to serve, announcing les- legislation Thursday that would create a commission to allow Congress to intervene under the 25th Amendment to the Constitution and remove the president from executive duties. Just weeks before the November 3rd election, Pelosi said Trump needs to disclose more about his health after his COVID-19 diagnosis. She noted Trump's strange tweet halting talks on the new coronavirus aid package. He subsequently tried to reverse course and said Americans need to know when exactly uh, he first contracted COVID as others in the White House became infected. On Friday, she plans to roll out the legislation that would launch the commission for review. Um, so stopping uh, the coronavirus talks in the middle of what was presumably um, a timeframe in which Steve Mnuchin, who's the Secretary of the Treasury, and Nancy Pelosi, who is uh, the Speaker of the House, were very close to coming uh, to a bipartisan deal that would have... Uh, hopefully stopped the evictions and the foreclosures and provided aid uh, to families who are very much in need of assistance to be able to maintain roofs over their head and just basic necessities like food. Um, For him to stop that when it's um, wildly popular um, for some type of additional aid package definitely rose a lot. Of eyebrows, So I could see with along lines with the tweets and then um, this big break down in communication where he instructed them to do so and went further to say that there wouldn't be any more talks until after he won the election. So essentially saying, I'm not going to take care of you until you take care of me, um, which is not what we do. In this country, so um, I could definitely see where Nancy Pelosi's uh, thought pattern was um, in saying, you know, do we have an issue with his ability to be able to exercise the duties and responsibilities uh, that go along with the presidency? So we'll definitely see as as that story moves forward, and I'll definitely be providing you with additional information. Um, the first presidential debate, everybody remembers, it was very off the rails. It was very argumentative. Um, Trump was very disrespectful and, um, definitely shattered decades of precedence of appropriateness when it came to the handling of the debate. Um, subsequently when he got ill with, uh, the coronavirus, The uh, second debate was scheduled for the 15th of October. Um, Vice President Biden's camp basically was stating that if he's still infected with the coronavirus, then there was no need to have an in-person debate. And that a virtual debate would definitely suit everybody better, considering the fact that he's currently infected. And who would want to be in a room face-to-face with recycled air with someone who is literally a walking infection. So um, Trump did not like the idea of having a virtual debate and the uh, debate commission, they decided um, that they were going to definitely have a virtual debate and Trump was not um, in agreement or alignment with that. Um, so the, the commission uh, on presidential debates, um, said that that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to have a virtual debate. Trump said that he was not willing to do so. And Biden's camp understandably said, well, they are not going to have an in-person debate when he hasn't tested negative, uh, for the coronavirus. So that debate, um, was essentially scrapped. And now what we have Coming is that Vice President Biden will hold a town hall style um, debate, or I guess not a debate. the The original debate was to be a town hall, so Biden's going to hold that same forum just by himself um with citizens uh speaking to him and asking him you know various questions pertaining to his platform and the election the state of the country what he intends to do you know all all of those normal things that you would uh think you would hear from uh a situation such as this uh so uh we'll definitely be tuning in to hear what he has to say i always um enjoy listening to biden it's just so refreshing to hear complete sentences and to hear a complete thought and to hear um, categorically uh, laid out plans and definitive action and just the things that we yearn for and we miss um, that we're certainly lacking uh, in dealing with this new administration and their just lawlessness. So we'll definitely be looking forward to keeping you abreast pertaining um, to his town hall. Um, Everybody, I believe at this point, is currently aware of Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. Um, He decided that he was going to remove uh, all of the drop boxes in Texas and only have one drop box per county for uh, ballots. Um, There was, of course, um, a lot of um, backlash and outcry and lawsuits pertaining to that decision because, of course, this is... Voter suppression, Um, taking, you know, with the biggest counties that you have, it's going to affect them the most. And they're also the most diverse counties and probably the most likely counties that would vote blue instead of red. So there was a judgment that went out where the judge said that this was unacceptable and unconstitutional and, you know, voter suppression. Um, and then he then in turn went and appealed it and, uh, the appeals court, um, by a judge who happened to uh, have been appointed by this current administration, uh, decided to uphold Abbott's order, uh, for just one ballot per, uh, Texas County. Um, so this is, um, one ballot box, excuse me, per Texas County. So this is definitely, um, unsettling. I don't know. What other options may be available to uh, voter rights groups and organizations that are working with Texas to try to um, alleviate this this issue? But um, I always drive home this this uh, subject: is you must vote. You know, you have got to vote. Um, if you are not voting, um, this is the type of governmental system voter suppression, um, you know, this is what we can expect. And as bad as it is now, it's not as bad as it could be. So um, just make sure that we are all out voting and turning out in record numbers because you can believe that the other side will be doing so. Um, I wanted to touch briefly on, we kind of touched on it earlier, about how Trump killed the relief talks uh, for the COVID. So, so that we're kind of clear on what that really means right now, um, we have with the unemployment previously with the HEROES Act, we had the $600 additional that was coming to unemployment. Uh, we also had the moratorium on evictions, and subsequently that would um, also help those who would um, lose their properties um, to foreclosure. Um, So at this point, everything has expired and the Republicans are not taking seriously what their duty is. Um, Democrats in the House have passed not one, but two bills, sent them to Mitch McConnell, who's the current Speaker of the House um, and who's currently running um, against Democratic nominee Amy McGrath. Uh, If you are in Kentucky, make sure you check her out and vote for her. Um, but he's not doing what he's supposed to do. They submitted a bill that had money in for a new FBI complex, money in for, uh, new Apache planes for, uh, the military and absolutely nothing for unemployment, absolutely nothing for COVID relief. Um, so the Republicans are really acting as if this situation is not as dire as people know that it is. So by Trump saying, hey, we're not going to continue with these talks and we have no interest in helping the American people, taking care of our constituents, protecting our citizens, um, just so that we can kind of put this into perspective, we're looking at right now, 12 million Americans have lost their health care. 30 million Americans are out of work twenty three million do not have enough food to eat now, by understanding, we are at a trajectory with lack of food to eat in this company and this company in this country with which which is where we were at in the Great Depression. That's how bad things are now seventy two percent of Americans this is of our electorate, okay. Support a new relief bill. So at this point, Trump is blatantly disregarding what the people want. So at this point, we have a complete dereliction of duty from the president on down. Okay. And I know normally in a normal election year, um, when you have representatives that are running for office, they generally, even if they don't really care about their constituents, they try to make it seem like they do when it's time for re-election. I have never in my life seen a situation where we have such mass suffering on such a large scale and the people who are our representatives are completely refusing um, to do anything, Okay. We've got millions of Americans that are facing eviction. And we're coming, we're in the fall, heading into the winter in the middle of a pandemic. And you're talking about millions of people are getting ready to lose everything. And it is preventable if Congress, not, not Congress, excuse me, I, miss, I misspoke. Congress has done its job. If the Senate would do what it was supposed to do. So um, a lot of you remember last week, we spoke about Governor Whitmer, who was uh, the victim or the supposed victim and intended target of a plot to kidnap her and overtake uh, the government in Michigan. Uh, The FBI was able to foil that plot and they were able to take uh, the people into custody and she was, you know, never in any imminent danger because they were able to stop the plot before it could actually take off. Um, as they have continued to do additional, um, research on, you know, how deep this plot really goes, um, we find that there were some men who allegedly plotted to kidnap and possibly kill Michigan governor Gretchen Whitmer, right? And also, they were targeting Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. So they were targeting the both of them. Um, An FBI agent has testified Tuesday in federal court. Um, So I'm not sure how much further or how much or how uh, deep this plot goes. Um, But uh, the fact that we have two sitting democratic governors that could have been, um, killed because of the rhetoric and the insinuation and insinuations that are provided by the president is just awestruck. Um, you know, words matter and the words of our leaders matter even more because there are some people that do not take time to research and learn things from themselves they are dependent upon the information that someone who is in leadership is providing them and they go off of that whatever that person says is whatever they believe and whatever they decide to do and you have to be very careful when you are in positions of leadership um, to choose your words carefully and to disavow things that are awful, and to not give um, any type of, um, not give any type of celebration or any type of honor to behaviors or groups or persons um, who are not um, in line with what we as America. And as Americans and as people stand for, and um, this is just another instance in in which we have people following through on um, behaviors that are encouraged from the current sitting president. something that I thought was. Really uh, interesting is the fact um, that Dr. Fauci. Everybody knows who he is. He's, um, you know, the leading uh, disease expert, um, pretty much in the world. He's, you know, helped. He's, he's the reason why people with AIDS are living as long as they are now. Is due to his research. He's always on the front lines of any type of disease. And he's just a very brilliant uh, mind. So Trump's propaganda is exposed. Um, a, A new Trump campaign ad shows Dr. Fauci saying, I can't imagine that anybody would be doing more, end quote. Dr. Fauci responds, Trump did this without my permission and my comments were taken out of context. Context from a a broad statement I made months ago. In my five decades of public service, I have never publicly endorsed, nor do I now endorse any political candidates. So Trump uh, used a audio clip of Dr. Fauci without his consent without his knowledge and then completely took it um out of context and utilized the clip as if to say that Dr. Fauci was endorsing um his handling of the country and his handling of the crisis which is completely false. Um Dr. Fauci has never endorsed anybody as he stated within his five decades of public service and he's not doing so now. Um, I think it's ridiculous that we have a sitting president who just has no morals. Um, just that would be willing to take something and try to make it into an endorsement. Um, is just, unconscionable. Um I'm very glad that Dr. Fauci spoke out about it and said, "Hey, that's that is not what I meant. That's not what I said, and that's not what I'm saying now." Um it is important uh in this crazy matrix that we find ourselves in that when faced with blatant lies that we uh not allow them to stand and that we speak our truth. And I'm very glad that Dr. Fauci did that. It's very sad that he has to do that. Um, But nevertheless, I'm very grateful that he did to clear up any type of misconception. One of the latest and most disturbing things that I've been seeing currently is that in California, Republicans um, are putting unauthorized boxes to collect mail-in ballots. Um, so basically people are taking their mail-in ballots and putting them in boxes, thinking that they're putting them in the certified boxes that are permissible for you to place your ballots in and coming to find out that they're not. And then the Republicans are stealing the ballots. Um, this is of course a big problem. Um, it is currently under investigation now. Um, because they're trying to figure out who was behind this. Because of course, this is, I would assume, um, a very high level offense. Um, and it's just, it's just, just it's just despicable. Um, the Republicans are really showing that they have absolutely no moral compass when it comes to this election. They are willing to do anything and everything. They're willing to be as dirty and as underhanded as they can possibly be to steal this election. Um, And in my opinion, I don't really foresee Trump as a legitimate president for the simple fact it's been proven that the Russians assisted him in the last election. So I don't know how you can assume legitimacy when you obtain the office based off of tactics that are not... um, that are not approved and sanctioned, um, you know, movements by what the people want. So, you know, uh, the fact that these people are working so hard to maintain this person in office who is absolutely awful, like he's horrendous, he is the absolute worst president in the history of our country. We are at a state where we can't even go outside. We have over 200,000 Americans who are dying, who, who have died and, and, and we're continuing to tally up those deaths. Our standing in the international community is completely shot. Um, our, our allies are confused, bothered, concerned, disgruntled. They don't know what to think. And this is the first time in, what, 100 years where America is not perceived as the leader. And this is all because of this administration. Um, So the fact that we have people who are fighting so hard um, to basically tear down our democracy is just beyond me. But if you are in California, please make sure that you are Either going directly to your polling place to drop off your um, your ballots um, or make sure that the polling boxes are official uh, polling boxes. And you can Google to see what the official polling boxes look like versus the ones that the Republicans are putting out there. Um, So just be careful. Uh, your, your, Your vote is so precious. And when you vote, things change. And this is why they are working uh, exponentially, exponentially hard to make sure um, that we are not voting and that our votes are not counted. Um, I thank you for taking time and listening to us here at Just the Facts. I am your host, Tashnika Bryant.